let me tell you about Wisbit. Now, he comes from the planet of Wow. Once he was a little bit, little bit, little bit, a little bit of magic in his daddy's eyes. Time came to grow a bit, grow a bit, grow a bit. Wisbit grew about three feet high. Hello and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the shows that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, we are looking back at a very, very, very important show to me as a child, uh, sadly. Uh, (laughs) We are looking back at Wizbit. Um, I fucking loved this when I was a kid. Absolutely adored this show as a kid. Um, Just goes to show there's no accounting for taste, really, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I have no baggage. I don't remember this show at all. Um, When we put it on the list, I I remember you telling me what it was. I thought, I must have seen it. It's got Paul Daniels. I must know him from somewhere. But then he was fucking everywhere. He was on, like, fucking Cannon and Ball and all that sort of shit all the time. So he was was always on TV. So I must know him from there. Because I don't, even having gone back to it this week, I still fucking don't remember this show. Yeah, I did Um, did wonder. Because, again, there's that sort of two-year gap between us. And so well, well, I, I was very young when this was we, on. So Well, I mean, this was on um, 86 to 88, so I wouldn't have been that young. Um, but I, I I, feel like I would have remembered the fucking talking traffic cone thing um, and that really terrifying fucking bunny. Well, yeah. And, I mean, for me, more than anything, like my memory of it is actually not brilliant because I was very, very young when this was airing. Like this, you know, you're talking, what did you say, 86 to 86 to 88. So there you go. So I, like I'm between five and seven when this is here, and I think it was in reruns for longer than that. Um, yeah, and probably. and I also have I've looked all over the internet for this over the last couple of weeks, and I can't find it. So I must have made this up. But I also have a recollection of Wisbit and Paul Daniels hosting some sort of game show. I'm convinced probably. I can remember this, um, like a, like a kids' game show. You know, like they had like the movie game and the adventure game and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm sure Wisbit was on one of them, but I can't find any fucking reference to it so maybe that's just something i've kind of made up i don't, I don't know. know i mean it's, it's the sort of thing you can see them doing that and especially that it was the bbc were big into like the variety performance and stuff like that so there may have been a one-off type of thing that you, you saw that you remember i don't know but um, I, I can definitely remember that and i can remember like i remember Wizbit because i also had lots of Wizbit stuff like there was Wizbit books and there were Wizbit pencil cases and t-shirts and everything that you would imagine that went with it and I remember the fucking song because that song has stayed with me forever and ever and ever. Like I, it, it's another one of those theme tunes that I will randomly walk around the house, and if my brain starts to wander, I'll just catch myself going "ha ha this away, ha ha that away," and it just never goes away. Um, but that was about all I could remember. I can't remember much about the show itself. I was convinced it would be bad. I was utterly convinced it would be bad because. You know, just the little bits that I could remember. I was thinking, like, yeah. this, this seems mental. Um, I'm not going to bury the lead here. I was convinced it would be bad. I didn't realise it would be this bad. Um, it's, I mean, this might be the worst thing we've ever had to watch on this show. Quite possibly. I mean, I it, it, I haven't had much chance. It's, it was WrestleMania weekend, so WrestleMania is now a three-day affair. Which means fuck? come so you have Hall of Fame on Friday night, which goes straight after SmackDown. So you don't so you didn't get to bed till five o'clock Saturday morning. Um, then you had night one, which started at one a.m. and finished at five a.m. Sunday morning, and then night two, which started at one a.m. and finished at four thirty on Monday morning. So I'm completely fucked anyway. And then so I thought I'll, I'll put a couple of these on this afternoon. I was working from home, and I struggled to get through three episodes. 
it's hard work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was when when I sort of found it because they're on YouTube. It's interesting to find it was on YouTube, and when I saw that they were twenty five minutes each, I just wanted to cry, and that was before I'd even fucking started anything. Yeah, and then you see, you see Paul Daniels comes out with that fucking mop on his head. Yep. Which you know clearly they found in the in the cupboard last minute because he couldn't find his actual wig. I mean, I mean, I I don't know of all his wigs, like I don't think this one's too bad. Like it's not, it's not awful. In the, like, he's he's had it's not worse. The, it's not the worst one, but he, he's, he's definitely had worse. It was a it was a proper Wogan job. Yeah, but but he's definitely worn worse wigs, like without a shadow of a doubt. Um, yeah. But yeah, I wasn't expect. I I struggled as well. I've seen uh, slightly more than you. I've probably seen about five. Um, they were all very difficult, um, and I think part of that, yeah, that that runtime doesn't help. Um, nor does the fact that there's this just doesn't work. It's it's just mental. It's so yeah. all over the place, and I don't think it knows what it is. I don't think it knows who it's pitched at. No, I, I, I think that's the pro- that's the problem is that you get the you get this these sort of little interstitials with Paul Daniels just to try and break things up, but. They they can there's not much pace in it anyway, and then they just completely knock it flat. They do. However, they're fucking great. He, he's trying to do great. some sort of. They are. He's he's doing his fucking cabaret act. Yeah, which is which brilliant. Which is fine. Yeah. Um. And and that's all right. He's he's doing because he, I'm fairly sure. I guess I, I I haven't done any research, but I'm fairly sure he had. There was some sort of kids cabaret thing he did for a while, like you know, like a Tuesday afternoon type show. And uh, well, you know, he'll crack some jokes. He'll it, juggle. It was, he'll it was do this. some tricks. And it was this. You're you're remembering this. All oh, right. Okay. You're you're remembering this. This was his kids' show. I I I guarantee you, it it was this. Okay. Right. Okay. Then. Um. But yeah, that's 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 what this feels like. It's just he's there cracking jokes. So I, the thing that's bugging me with that then is that I remember that, but not the actual fucking Wizbit characters and all the rest well, of it. See, this is the thing because it, yeah, they they don't really fit. They don't mesh together, and that's just one of no. many things that don't mesh together. The the thing that constantly like was winding me up about it is. It's it's blatantly at its core meant to be a kid show, right? You got yeah. the giant puppets, you got all the slapstick comedy, you got the it just well, there is no plot, just like the paper thin plots, like is is absolute nonsense, right? It's supposed to be a kid show, but then the language used is so way above and beyond preschool level yeah. that it's and just the concepts as well, you know, like it's Paul Daniel sounds like he swallowed the dictionary. Right, which is, which is yeah. fine as part of his, his stage act. Right, when he's on stage and he's orating, he, you know, as, as a magician, he needs to have a commanding stage presence. He needs to, yeah. he needs to have an impressive vocabulary, right? Because it's all shock and awe, and he's telling you a story. That's what magicians do. Look over here, look over yeah. here, look over here. You know, so he's distracting you with his words as well. But you don't need much to distract a preschooler. You certainly no, don't exactly. need to be throwing out, you know, multi-syllable words. Um, it 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 just doesn't make it like like we're talking preschoolers here. We're talking cat, dog, fire, bad. Like this is yeah. this is the level it needs to be pitched at. And you know, well, he's, this, he's, this is the, it. And I mean, on top of that, you had I think it was the second episode um, where they're talking about paying taxes, and yes. um, Wally hasn't got enough money to pay the tax man. Yes. Like, don't get me wrong, I, am, I I feel sorry for him because I feel like that every fucking month. That was my um, favourite episode that I watched, though. Like, that I too, got actually. something out of um, that. I, I did get something out of that. Um, yeah, um, but I mean, like, that, what, what fucking four-year-old gives a shit about the tax man? And this, this is the thing that was annoying me at his core. Like I said, there's, there's the language that's being used, and then the core concepts are so above and beyond what it's... Like, I must have loved it as a kid, right? Because I loved the magic. 
and I loved the like you got puppets, you got characters in suits, you've got mm. like it, it it just worked for me on on a childish level, right? But I couldn't have been following these stories because when there is a story, it tends yes. to be something like that, like about and you know there's, there's almost they, part what... of you that that if it wasn't pitched at so obviously pitched at preschoolers. Yeah. Like if they used it, like um, for instance, I know I I um, recommended you most recently. Don't hug me, I'm scared. If if yeah. they pitched it at that level, where it's like, look, this looks like a kids show, but actually, yeah. no, we we've got something to say. This is actually an adult show. It's just everything about it looks, sounds, and feels like a kids show. Then yeah. I really think this would work because mm. it there are elements of that like the, you know there's this social commentary in that episode about taxes yeah. there's a whole thing about people have to pay taxes because they just have to pay taxes because yeah. they do like it, it because you've got some fucking rich overlord living above you who just wants you to pay taxes and he's a cunt basically yeah. um see modern day britain as right. i say right, right smack in the uh, in the middle of thatcherism as well, yeah, which, so, you know, which is ironic then, considering paul daniels was a very like staunch tory as well um so it's quite ironic really to, to have a comment like that in yeah. in something like Wizbit. um but then again no magic wands don't grow on trees you've got, to, you've got to pay for that shit you'll pay for that shit right yeah so like all of that would would be fine I, and, and I think there's a middle ground somewhere where you can tell yeah. those stories and still picture kids, but it doesn't seem to find that. And it feels like there's these two or three different shows that have all just been smashed together and yeah. it just feels like a car crash. And, and not in and, the, and that's, like sometimes that's, that's entertaining, but this yeah. isn't. That's the problem. And I think the problem is the three, the, the, so two or three stories you've got, they're all really, they're quite dense, they're quite heavy in terms of whatnot, in terms of themes and things like that as well. But they're all paced to shit. Mm. So it's not as if you're bouncing from one to the other to the other and you've got to keep up with it. It's not as if it's holding your interest. Actually, we get just enough of one to get bored of it. Then they move on to the next one. You have just enough of that to get bored. And then they throw some Paul Daniels on because no, they haven't had a no, they haven't had a doodle on Sandra for a minute or two. And then they'll go back to Wizbit again. Yeah, it's it's very, very odd. Um like and and the structure like really is is the easiest thing to get right, isn't it? You Paul Daniels should just bookend it. We don't need to see him in the middle. Yeah. You you need to see him at the start and the end, bookending, and he needs to just tell you the story about yeah. Wizbit and and Puzzleopolis like that. He doesn't have to be in Puzzleopolis with them hmm. in the in the fucking Puzzleopolis theater. He just needs to be the guy telling us the story, right? Yeah. He needs to be, you know, like the fucking wizard in Puddle Lane, for instance, right? He just yeah. needs to be there, right? Then you get the story of Wizbit for I don't know. 20 minutes or whatever in the middle and it, and then just forget everything else you can have your magic trick at the start and the end and then on top of all of that there's the fucking riddle of the week as well which yeah. what what the that is another thing that i could remember about it i do remember there being riddles but i'm like what the fuck is that about now like what i don't understand why why are we doing this it's not magic it's not yeah and they they make that such a core part of the show like you have to solve that to get into puzzleopolis for the week except they don't actually yeah tell you the answer until the very end they have them whisper it into some sort of microphone so you well know. that was the bit that got me because in the first one um you had the, the riddle about how much ice cream can a, a man eat on an empty stomach and oh that's easy it's yeah I thought, did, did the tape just fucking cut or something did something go wrong with that and then and then i realized that obviously they're going to they're going to reveal it at the end but when it is like, why the fuck have they done that when you don't they give you two minutes to work it out and then you crack on but it, it sort of feels like that is the educational element of the show if you like 
and, yeah, and it's not educational like it would be far more no. beneficial if every episode there was you know this week we have to work out a puzzle about counting and this yeah. week we have to do a science experiment and yeah. this week that would have educational value how much ice cream can a man eat on an empty stomach has no educational value whatsoever tell you what it reminded me of there's a there was a, a game that i had um we played it at some fucking dinner party when i was um if i was living at home i think me, me and my parents and my brother went to some somebody's house for dinner and they had it and it was it was called something a mind trap and it's all like lateral thinking puzzles Right, and it's that sort. It's that sort of bollocks, you know. It's not a straightforward answer. Yeah, fuck it's that almost, shit. They're almost like a joke answer. Yeah, fuck that shit. I've never and been they, any quite, good. They're quite good. They're quite good when you're pissed up. To be fair, now I, I, I up, just you start thinking up. of all sorts of really fucking weird stuff. I, I just, um, I just smash it up. I think it. I say it. Like I don't, I don't need this lateral thing. To be fair, shit. that's mostly what. That's mostly how it works anyway. Because you, 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 th- you think right. What's the most fucking outlandish thing I can think of? And that's usually the answer. My answer for everything would just be cock. I would just be like, I don't know, cock. Um, yeah, I, don't... I think that was the second The second edition, was that? Yeah, I, I would be terrible. It, me... it was the old, the old chicken edition. Give me Cards Against Humanity, okay? There's there's my level. Like, just, just give me that. I'm fine. You just give me the blank white cards as well if you want, and they'll all say cock or cunt. It's fine. That's my level when I'm at a party. Lateral thinking puzzles? No, thank you. However, having said that, I did get how much ice cream can a man eat on an empty stomach, so I was quite proud of myself. There you go. Um, <laughs> I was pretty pleased about that. Um, so, yeah, there's those, those, those riddles. They don't do anything. There's bonkers dance numbers in the middle, which yeah. have original music, which, again, I'm like... Well, why don't you make the song educational or at least make it relate make it fit to this episode. week's story like because because that's the other thing they don't it's not like they learn through song it's not like it's a true diegetic no. musical in in that sense it's just like oh it's been 10 minutes what do we do now we got another 14 to go I don't, let's have a five minute fucking dance number why not um to be honest i think it's just an excuse to trot out debbie mcgee i think that's what they probably are um, probably because like she's she's oh, in I, those I and then like... she pops in Paul Daniels skits every now and again. Yeah, to be fair, I did like there was um a skit in one of them where she came in for a cup of coffee and they didn't have any coffee, so he's making he um he said he said some she said he said oh I haven't got any coffee oh that's a shame oh don't worry I'll still knock you up something and I'm thinking if you just drop if you just dropped off the something I thought it would be absolutely perfect <laughs> because the, the way he delivered it as well is like oh fucking hell. Yeah, that, I, that's your show right there, and that's that's how you say no. That if if it was skewed slightly older, that would work. I think either way, if it was skewed slightly older, or it or it just knew what it was and stuck to its guns as a kids show, yeah. I think it would be fine. But it's just it 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 doesn't really know, and because of that, the performances feel off as well, and that's really unfortunate because actually some of the performances are pretty good. You know, I wouldn't hmm. say everything about this is terrible. I think some of the performances are. are pretty good it's just that they're all giving children's tv performances right they're all giving caricature very animated performances but they're fine for what they are aside from then paul daniels who's just doing his fucking show and again that in itself is great look he's i know i know he catches some slack right and i've just called him a fucking tory as well and and like yeah i'm sure there's you know personally we know that in his private life maybe he was a bit odd but you can't take away from the fact that the guy had a career for decades and he didn't have it because he was no good at his job. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's, he's clearly yeah. a professional. He's very, very good at what he does. And I I was enjoying watching him do magic. Simple. Like, every time he was doing magic tricks, I was like, yeah, this is good. This is entertaining. I would much rather watch half an hour of this, you know? Yeah. Um, but we don't get... We have to cut back to Wizbit and where he does... 
the worst American accent. Like, yes. Like, why? Although, I think, to be fair, I think the gatekeepers is probably worse. Oh, I don't know. I, like, he's Paul Daniels is properly yeah. mangling it. Like, yeah. At least she's having a go. Like, he's just, he just makes every other word sound American. Like, and, and then, yeah. I think it's worse with Wizbit. How do I say this without sounding like I'm being a dick to Paul Daniels? I don't think I can. Um, so I'm he's just dead. Gonna... He's not going to care. Yeah, I know, but it's wrong to speak ill of the dead, isn't it? Um, <laughs> It's worse with Wizbit because Paul Daniels is quite high-pitched anyway, right? Yes. And so then you take him up an octave as well from Wizbit. It's like it's like you get Alvin and you kick him in the balls. Yeah, like and then give him a dodgy American accent as well. And it's, Alvin. Yeah, it's just really, really fucking... I mean, Wizbit's just an annoying little prick and he's very, very yeah. grating. Um, I had a lot of time for the rabbit, if I'm being honest. Like he seemed, rabbit was fucking terrifying. He's terrifying. Um, he, that gets better, mind you. That the, those there's clearly an increase in budget as the show goes right. on because the costumes get redesigned. They get much okay. better. It's still full of dodgy effects, and and we'll come back and talk about those dodgy effects because yeah. they almost try and make those an integral part of the show as well. Um, but no, I had I had time for for the rabbit to be honest. Like he he seemed to be a little bit just over everyone's bullshit like yeah he just generally seemed like plodding around the place like fucking eeyore just being like do i have to do the fucking riddle can you please just open the fucking door door. you just like he's got he has got that little bit of attitude about him and i'm just like yeah i'm i'm here for this i'm 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 on board um but yeah as well as all the other mental shit going on it seems like somebody's learning how to do video effects and so there's every wipe fade cross zoom every like freeze frame like everything they can possibly throw at this i think is it the first one where they just start playing everything in reverse yeah and it, and it's it's yeah. not even like if you're going to do that you need to try and get people to walk in a very specific way so that when you reverse it it doesn't look like reversed footage and they don't bother with that yeah. at all it's just like hang on record rewind here we go i'm surprised we didn't see the tracking lines going across the screen um but it's like it's the stuff you do like speaking as somebody that did a level media and then went on to do a a practical um ba in media as well it's the stuff you do when you first and, and like i'm that old listeners that when i first started learning this stuff i was on vhs decks editing and it's the stuff you do when someone first sits you in front of a VHS yeah. mixer and you're like, okay, I can turn the chroma all the way up here and fuck with the color. I can play this one backwards and press record here. Yeah. Then I can skip it forward. And you like some sort of fucking DJ. You just like forward yeah. a bit, backwards a bit, uh, stop, cut here. And it's like, you think you're in a fucking nightclub, I swear to God, just jogging these dials. And that's yeah. what's happening here. Somebody yeah. thinks they're fucking making a music video. And you're not. But I feel like also there's there's an element of like they got away with it from it like when they when they took this in and screened it for somebody going like, ah, well, this is the new magic. It almost yeah. feels like this show is about magic. So we're going to do the magic of video effects. And the problem is, you know, any special effect, if it's not practical, if it's not done in camera, it's going to age. And this stuff ages so fucking badly. It looks abysmal. Yeah. Um, and it yeah. doesn't help the show at all. Whereas the costumes, yes, they're mildly terrifying, um, but they're physically there, and and yes. they don't feel as ancient as these video effects do, or as ancient as Paul Daniels' wig. 
Um, so they. I, I think if you if you look at the you look at the characters, or you've got like the deck of cards, and you've got you know, and you've got the wands and stuff. Yes, okay, they're shit costumes, hmm. but yeah, they they don't look anywhere near as dated as 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 the effects do. They don't, and like I say, they get better. Like when the show gets some money, those costumes get much much better. Um, I I think at the heart of it though, like it's right, it's a mess. So there's all of these different tones, and there's all of these yeah. different levels of performances, and. So it's a mess on that level. But at the heart of it, the real reason I couldn't connect with it at all, and the real reason it's fucking terrible, is that there's just no fucking story to any of these. Like, the closest thing you get is probably that taxes one. But even so, like, yeah. it's never explained why Professor Doom wants to raise everybody's taxes. It's just, I, I no. took it on a fucking... I, I took it maybe out of context, I don't know, but for me, I took it on the level of, like, well, he's just a fucking Tory. He's a cunt. Like, yeah, he's, he's... He's a cunt and he's out to rob everybody, so he's, he's going to do it by putting taxes up rather than just saying, look, give me your fucking money. But then every episode, he seems to do something to fuck with the Puzzleopolians, and there's never an explanation for why he's the way he is or why he hates no. them. And we need something. Like, yeah. somebody Even needs to have touched is... him at some point. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's it. Even if it's even if it's as arbitrary as he's he's living up there on, on his rock in the clouds, he's not allowed to live down in Puzzleopolis. There needs Fine. to be something. Like there needs to be a reason for the Grinch to hate the Who's, right? There they yeah. needs to be something. So, like yeah. with the Grinch, it's that his heart was two sizes too small. Fine, it can be that fucking stupid, right? Yeah. It can be. He's got his shoes on the wrong feet and his feet hurt. Yeah, it, it can you be know, that fucking thing. Stupid. His heart can be two sizes too small, and he hates all the fucking merry month and singing of Christmas. Fine, but it needs to be a reason other than just like, did you see the episode where he steals the clown's nose, for instance? No, I didn't see that one. I still don't know why he stole the clown's nose. Like, he just decided to steal the clown's nose and he was making out like it was some grand scheme. And then Wizbit shows up and he's like, oh no, Wizbit's going to stop my evil plan. It's like, what evil evil plan? plan? You stole a clown's nose. Well, you're hardly launching nukes here, mate. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) And and even when Wizbit does come and magics up a new nose for the clown, he doesn't find his original one. They make no effort to go and find Professor Doom and confront him. They're just like, oh, here's a new nose. Done. Why not? Like, end of fucking story. So there's there's literally no story. And, and I'm not saying there's an absence of plot, all right, because there's way too much plot. There's just yeah. no fucking story. Like and I think that was why I struggled with it because I said there's lots going on, but it's not about anything. It's about so trying to keep up with it. And trying to, it's of trying to keep up with it and trying to work out what everybody's doing, but also why they're doing it. I so I could, I got to that point. I can't be fucking bothered. It, I've, had, I've had enough shit this week already. It's only Tuesday. Yeah. I'm already fucking bored, and this ain't helping. No, it feels like it needs to be at least ten minutes shorter than it is. It needs to be ten, yeah. fifteen minutes. And it it needs to it needs to go one of two ways. Wizbit and Puzzleopolis itself either needs to be a wraparound for something else. You know, in the way yeah. that last week Huxley Pig had a wraparound, right? Where the actual story in the middle was your yes. story, but then you had your wraparound at the start and the end where he'd go into his trunk and he'd find whatever it is and right. Yeah. So Puzzleopolis either needs to be the wraparound and then you dive into a story and you know, that story can be animated or it can be Paul Daniels reading from a storybook and you can have some pictures or whatever it is, yeah. right? And you just... So it either needs to be that 
or it needs to be the inverse of that where paul daniels is bookending it and puzzleopolis is your story in the middle well that's kind of what i think that's the way they've tried to set it up this execution is shit well it's just that there's no story in puzzleopolis that's the problem yeah. and, and even then the interstitials with with paul daniels they don't link in so no that's right you know it's, it's if, almost like they've gone right we need 24 we need 24 and a half minutes we've only got 21 Right, what do we do? I know, we'll sit Paul Daniels in the middle again. Yeah, I mean, for this all to work, let's take that tax episode, for instance. There is a magic trick in the middle of that where he does something with money. I think Debbie wants a fiver to go and buy yeah, fags or something. Yeah, he basically prints his own fucking money. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he basically commits it, fucking forgery. I was going to say, it's not magic, it's fraud. Yeah, right, but whatever. Right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, so so there's kind of a very tenuous link. But it yeah. it needs to hang together more than that. Like, there needs to be a reason for all of that to happen in Puzzleopolis, right? And let's yeah. say that reason, this episode is about greed. Let's say it's about greed, right? That's what that's what yeah. you're writing about. You're not writing about the fact that taxes are going up, right? That's your story. You're writing yeah. about greed. So then when you get your wraparounds, all of the magic tricks then need to feed into that. Like, Debbie needs yeah. more money. That's the way you do that. £5 isn't enough, Paul. I need £10. I need whatever. And then he needs to get the well, point where he can married, teach then. her a lesson, yeah, that actually at some point this money's going to stop, yeah, because you signed a prenup. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> But it needs to tie in that sort of way. Like, everything needs to work on a theme. Because if you're going to have two completely separate kind of entities like this the magic show and then the, the story like they need to be united by something yeah and there's there's no connective tissue whatsoever no. so it just feels like a load of people fucking around in costumes yeah and we've watched quite a few shows where they have done that successfully yeah um and you think well it's, this wasn't this isn't one of the older shows we're watching this isn't no this isn't the case of right kids tv is new no th this th th there was stuff around before this which they could have used as a model quite easily yeah i mean i don't want to invoke it again because we talked about it so much last episode um but if you look at bagpuss for instance here's your prime example of that like every episode has a theme right and mm. your your animated segment and your bagpuss segment like they'll all tie around that theme and it'll be related to the item that's brought into the shop and that will set mm. them off on whatever the theme's going to be this week yeah. and it'll all tie together around that item and this yeah. just it, it, this just kind of feels like literally like paul daniels woke up one day and went i know i want to make a kid's show um i'll just yeah. find somebody else to produce it with me to do all the music and then we'll just write a fucking kid's show i know what i'm doing i don't need anyone to tell me i don't need to do any research i don't need it I'm, I'm a magician i entertain children i know exactly what to do and that's yeah. look that's that's a big leap i'm casting aspersions okay but that's what it feels like it feels like no yeah. research has gone into it there's no understanding of the audience there's no understanding of what makes a good children's show hell there's no understanding of what makes a good narrative let alone a fucking pitching it at adults or children hmm. it's just a bunch uh, of fuckery yeah it's at the end of that no it's, it's storytelling 101 isn't it it's you you need you have you know you need a theme to tie it all together. You need a you need a consistent narrative and a theme to tie uh, theme to tie together. If you don't have that, you don't have anything. If you don't have that, you have Game of Thrones. Yes, yeah. You don't have and that's you don't have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Basically, yeah. is the problem, and this yeah. doesn't. And that, and that's what this feels like. It's like, oh well, we just we want to do some fuckery about money. Mm. So yeah, that'll do. We want to do something about I don't know, clowns nose. We want to do that. We want to do something where 
the sun where we have a heat wave and the fucking swab dries up. But then again, okay, fine. But there's a theme there, but they don't follow it. No, and and all of that is so easy, right? Yeah, there's a heat wave, the swamp dries up, right? And there's that thing where they've got to start throwing the buckets of water on him and stuff, right? You've got a theme there where, like, very radical for the eight, for the very early 80s, but you could be talking about climate change there, right? Or you could yeah. just be talking about fucking fire safety if you want. Well, I don't care, whatever, right? Well, Something I mean, this, around would have been, this would have been sort of ozone time, wouldn't yeah. it, when they, when they started banning CFCs and stuff. So, again, prime example to talk about, as was then, global warming. So there's, there's your theme, right? The one with the taxes, like I said, greed, straight away. Yeah. You're talking about greed, no problems there. The clown's nose, right? This... This is a prime example of how badly mispitched this show is, right? Because what the theme should be there is like, hey, kids, stealing's wrong, right? Crime is wrong and you will be punished. That's mm. essentially what you can... And you maybe even tie in bullying and stuff like that if you want. Where they actually go with it is tears of the clown shit. Like, oh, yeah. I haven't got my nose. I'm so depressed. I can't be a clown anymore. To a point where in an imaginary segment narrated by Paul Daniels, the clown goes to a psychiatrist who then tells him that he has depression and the cure for his depression would be to go and see the world-famous clown that lives in Puzzleopolis, who, of course, he is, but he's not wearing his makeup anymore because somebody's stolen his nose, so the psychiatrist doesn't realise that he's telling the depressed clown to go and see his alter ego, and my brain starts to dribble out of my ears. And actually, you know, if you want to pitch it at an adult level, you can get drama out of that. I mean, it's cliche to hell, but you can yeah. get drama out of that. Kids and, 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 don't and understand kid level, that. No, yeah. At a kid level, you pitch it, look, just because you haven't got your nose anymore doesn't mean you're not a clown. Exactly. That, it, that's where you pitch that one for kids, because, you know, this whole thing, if I don't know, they, this, they, if, if this is aimed at sort of preschool or sort of, or sort of no, even sort of no, very young junior, sort of infant school age, that thing of identity is very important. So you pitch this thing, and look, you don't have to have your nose to be a clown. You don't have to be in makeup. You're still a clown. You're still funny. You still entertain people. You just haven't got your nose. Yeah. Big, no. And again, no, that teaches this whole thing of acceptance and sort of self-importance and all the rest of it. So there's a very easy win there as well. Yes, very easy. I, I, and they just seem to needlessly complicate all of this stuff. Like to want to bring in these complex issues that... Quite hmm. frankly, even at the higher end of the age range here, right? I was seven when this finished his run. Let's even say I was ten, right? I still wouldn't be grasping the, the psychoses of a clown, the, the, like, the existential the existential crisis of a, of a depressed clown. Like, no, I'm going to be like laughing at Wizbit or whatever, right? I'm not. It's bonkers. It's but like, who thought this would work? I don't get it. Like it's so it's so overwritten is what it is. Like I said, there's yeah. loads of plot and no story, and it's just so overwritten. And that's the thing in the language as well. You know, like I said, I wasn't joking earlier on. Like you, you know, you bust out words like existential there. It wouldn't feel you know remiss for them to just drop that term into the episode. That's yeah. the kind of language they're using, and it's like but, these are kids. Yeah, and the other thing I found as well is that we've talked so in, in so many episodes about how. Things speak to kids, how they don't condescend, how they don't talk down to kids, how they don't patronize them, how they don't treat them as as inferior um, people. This is exactly the fucking opposite. Mm -hmm. This is this is like that uncle who's telling you how to do a magic trick because he he, he somebody told him down the pub, and now he knows every fucking magic trick ever. I mean, Paul and Daniels probably does know every magic trick ever. Probably, but you know, it, it's it, no, we've all got that one uncle who thinks he knows everything better than everybody else. And this is him. He's like, well, I'm going to tell you this. If you just don't want to fucking hear it, I'm going to tell you it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to talk to you like you're a piece of shit on my shoe. Yeah. And it, it really fucking grated, I've got to be honest. Yeah. It, well, I, I, I don't know if, if 
I can't say Paul Daniels grated, um, but it's just his narration seemed like way above the head. Like I actually, I enjoyed his segments. I enjoyed his narration, but I'm 40. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so I can, I can work with that. As a kid, I wouldn't have understood that at all. You know, I think as a kid, I was probably just like, oh, brilliant magic tricks. Like because and that's the thing and and that that side of it that side of his performance was fine I didn't have a problem with that and so seeing the trick stuff that was great and so looking at some of those I wouldn't when you had the one where you had a candle in the box and then we opening the different doors and obviously the different showing different bits and all that stuff that was fine I was, I was on board with that he did a trick with money where he was moving coins around and stuff fine but yeah just when he was talking I wanted to punch him oh no I was I was, I was fine with his whole act but like I say the problem was I I would just be settling into the fact that I'm watching his act. And then be like, right, now we're back off to Puzzleopolis and yeah. his, like the giant red ball looks like a clown's nose. So let's have the clown yeah. break down because he sees the giant red ball and it makes him remember his nose. Or, you know, worst of the worst is when you get, when you have to go up and spend time with Professor Doom. Like, that was really yeah. the point where I'm just like, oh, this is fucking painful. This is yeah. really, really painful. And like that dude's a pretty accomplished actor. Like, yeah. You know, it's it's painful to watch, and and the cat as well, Jinx, like he looks fucking awful. It's yes. it's like the worst version of Spit the Dog you've ever seen. <laughs> yes, isn't it? That's that's what yeah. that cat looks like. It, it's like yeah. the nightmare version of Spit the Dog. Um, well, I mean, they're, they're all nightmarish versions of something, aren't they? I mean, it's pretty fucking terrifying. That that is the other thing. Like even. Even when the the costumes and the characters designs got better, like it's still like some sort of weird fucked up trip. Like it's really yeah. well, you've got a fucking eight foot rabbit for a start. Yeah, rabbits are always scary when they're human size, aren't they? Or, or is that just me? And, no, they are, and I think because the size on them and the fact that they're walking upright, I think that might be what not, it is. Yeah, that I think that might be it because yeah, they're always fucking terrifying. Still, so I like the that, rabbit, you, so I'll give him that. He, he's fine. Yeah. I like. But the then, rabbit. then you've got a fucking traffic cone with a star of David on it for some fucking reason. Right. Yeah, I was going to ask about that because I, 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 see, <laughs> I, I, I thought I, it was, I was meant to be a pentagram. No, it's a star of David. Right. Okay. Because I couldn't. Because I, 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 I wound it back to found, to, to look at it because I thought I, I, was, I had the same thought. Of, no, it wouldn't be that. It's going to be a fucking pentagram, isn't it? it and well, no, it was a... Yeah. So either, either way... like Why? <laughs> yeah, because if it's... Right, okay, we've got to follow this through now. We've said it. Right, so either it's a pentagram and we're therefore making the link between magic and Satan, basically. So, yes. We're saying that all... So, yes, some, some form of dark arts. However, Wizbit's an alien. Yeah, right. So, yeah, so that doesn't make any sense. Or... Which we're taking a further leap from that again, right? And we're associating wizards with Jews, um, which you know we're then kind of going into the whole realms of well, Jews are evil, okay? Because magic and it, it just there's but then, no but then the, Jew, the Jews save the day in, in this because Wizbit always gets it right and then he always fixes True. it. So like there's no and there's no there's no good to be got out of using that symbol at all. Every connotation you get from it is offensive. So yeah, why absolutely. bother? Like I know this was the eighties. I, I think I can be slightly more forgiving if they were going for the Satanism angle because metal. It was the eighties, right? So yeah. metal. But uh, Star of David's really that's sailing a bit close to the wind, isn't it? Um, yeah, because I've just pulled up a, um, an image here, and it looks like it looks like a CG version, so I don't think it counts. But on that, there it is a pentagram on his head. But there's one on on his back, which I picked up earlier, which was very definitely a Star of David. I'm just trying to find an image of it now. 
Yeah, it's I'm pretty bad. Um, and especially when, again, like, don't want to talk ill of him, but we know Paul Daniels was not a nice person. Um, so, so I, you Apparently know, not. when you add that into it as well, um, and I say all that based purely on what I've read in the Gutter Press, listeners. So you know, Absolutely. I could be talking Which shit, has but to be true. yeah, um, he is or was rather apparently very, very right wing. Um, some quotes attributed to him, incidentally, are horrendous. Um, but yes. you know, having said that, in the grand scheme of things, as well, if he's managed to be a family entertainer on TV for what probably thirty years. And the worst we can say about him is uh, he's a bit of a right-wing prick. Then, to be fair, he's, he's done, done all right. All right. <laughs> like, you know, he's not Rolf Harris or Jimmy Savile, is he? That's all I'm saying. Like, he, he, as, as far as we know, he didn't touch any kids. So, well, that's it. You know, I mean, although and, and let, he, let, didn't he let, brag once? I think he was on the that Louis Through show he did. Didn't he brag once he slept with something like three hundred women or something like something that? Something like that, wasn't that? It was fucking bizarre. Yeah, and then you think like, well, hang on, was that before Debbie or is that like with Debbie? Like, what is <laughs> just because you know they've been very famously married as well. So you're like, hang on, he's sat there giving an interview. Like she's fucking sat right she's there, right there. <laughs> she's like right there. <laughs> Yeah, so a little bit odd, but, you know, managed to keep his nose clean. Um, well, yeah, that's it. As far as we know. Um, what the fuck were we talking about before I went <laughs> off on a rant about Paul Daniels? Um, Star of David. Let's work Character design. Character design. Character design, yeah. Uh, and how scary it is. Um, and, like, one of the things, didn't scare me this time, um, but watching it as a kid, and I think I talked about this when we were talking about Fraggle Rock as well, I must have just had a thing about bogs. Because as a kid, I, I vaguely remember like the, the bog being a bit frightening as well. Um, yeah. And I had the same thing with, with Fraggle Rock. Um, so I don't know why that is. Looking at it now, like, it doesn't bother me at all, um, apart from the fact yeah. the bog is incredibly annoying. Um, yes. And again, it's more than slightly offensive. Um, slightly, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it was the 80s. Uh, it yeah. was acceptable in the 80s. Um, it just It's important that we call that out now and recognize that actually, you know, that was pretty culturally yeah, so insensitive. Um, yeah. But I guess no more culturally insensitive than the horrendous American accents. So, yeah. you know. Um, I, I think I think generally, if, if you look, even at a surface level, there's something you can be offended by, by with a show. You don't have to work very hard to be offended by it. Yeah, I mean, the show itself offends my fucking eyeballs, if nothing else. And my ears. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it... It, it had a lasting effect like it was one of the first things i put on the list it's taken us a long yeah. time to get around to it but yeah mainly because i didn't fucking remember yeah this this has stuck with me my entire life there was talks about a reboot in the early 2000s there was going to be a cgi reboot of it well that's that's what i just saw um so when i was look, i just tried to google an image of words but see if i could find the uh, the star on it and that's the first thing that came up so what they did was they um they announced a reboot i think it was 2007 something like that um, so they they brought back Paul Daniels. They were going to do it. They started make, producing books and merch to go with it, and then the show got cancelled. But they still sold all the other shit anyway. So they, you know, the the CG, the CG um, version of the characters in the book still got sold, and so there is a, a new version of Wizbit floating around, just not um, just not an actual version. It's it's in book form. So you know, there you go. Some twenty years after it first got cancelled, they they were bringing it back. So we obviously had some yeah. lasting appeal there. Um, I remember there being books, as I say. I remember there being like annuals. Everything had a fucking annual. Coloring yeah. books, all sorts of shit. I remember having Wizbit merch. Um, so there was a computer game. I know there was a Spectrum game. I can't remember no much about it, but I can fucking see it in my mind's eye now. Um, so there was there was all sorts of stuff. So 
for as weird as it was it obviously did catch on um yeah and actually when we talk about rebooting it like i think even if they wanted to do it now or obviously unfortunately there's probably a rights issue now because paul daniel's not here anymore um yeah. and i feel like you know again as much as we've said about him he's an integral part of this show i, I don't see you oh, absolutely i don't know who you'd replace him with to be perfectly honest i don't know like fucking bobby darrow is one of that he's not a magician though is he yeah bobby davro do magic yeah he did the old like the hand car tricks and shit like that did he i don't remember that yeah. don't remember that uh, but yeah you you'd need a need a family entertainer yeah. slash medi- and he's got to be a magician it's got to be because yeah. because of Wizbit. um what's daniel radcliffe doing fucking will he work for food yet let's let's phone him up no not yet yeah he's also not a hideously bigoted right wing jk rowling there you go <laughs> <laughs> No, you yeah, need... I also don't think she's working for free yet. <laughs> no, you need somebody of of that ilk, right? You need you need another yeah. Paul Daniels funded, but you, yeah, you need somebody who who has a magic association. Yeah, but actually, you know, if you, if you wanted to reboot it, I think like the, there is enough in the idea and in the world, right? It, it doesn't work because the the stories don't work, but the world itself. I think there's something there. There's there's a germ of an idea there, you know, with Alien being, uh, sorry, Wizard being the alien from the planet Wow World of Wizards, incidentally, you know, coming out to Earth to study us for a year. Like, there's a look, there's a narrative right there. How do you yeah. not just make every episode about what Wizard is learning about us this week? Yes, that's the purpose of his mission. Like, he just needs to learn something different about humans every week, right? So, yeah, there's that. You can tie that into it. You've got the villain baked in there then with Professor Doom. You've got all of the puzzle options and the fact that they're, you know, magic um, props, essentially, come to life. It's yeah. all good. It all works. They just didn't use any of it, which is no. bonkers to me. Like, this... I think that's the most annoying thing is not that it doesn't work, not that it wastes your time, not that it's all smushed together... It's that actually there is something there and they've completely flushed it down the pan. Yeah. I think for me it's it kinda of, it was kind of the attitude in the eighties anyway, but the kids TV wasn't important. It was just it was channel filler. Mm-hmm. You wanted to get something on air because you wanted to get paid. And you know, you like support Daniels, we said, right, okay, well, you know, he's he's a name, he's a face, people know him, people like him, we'll stick him on TV, it'll get people to watch our show. But it's a kid's show, nobody gives a fuck anyway. Do what you like. Yeah, I mean you've got to figure and, for Paul Daniels as well. Like, all right, I know he's reading the narration as well and he's voicing Wizbit, but in terms of time on screen, like he's done a day shooting you most, probably, because yeah. he shows up, does a couple of five minute interstitials, which he's pretty much doing live to camera because they're just part of yeah. his magic act. So, I'd imagine there's probably two takes. Just make sure he doesn't fluff the uh, trick. Well, they throw a close-up in there on. as well, don't they? When he's when he's doing the trick, so you know, maybe yeah. maybe two three takes per segment, but yeah. not a lot, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there are 27 <laughs> episodes across three seasons. You're probably talking a week's worth of actually being in front of camera for the whole three years. Yeah, probably. So like, it's easy. That's money not bad, is it? I mean, don't get me wrong. He's got the voiceover work as well. You know, um, but it's not it's not huge, is it? Not you know, it's not a huge it? commitment. So so he's making plenty of money. BBC has got its filler for 25 minutes that it can throw in. Yeah. yeah, That's the other thing. This feels like it's pitched at preschoolers, but this was on like mainstream CBBC. This wasn't in the lunchtime slot when you came home for lunch and you had like uh, Mr. Ben and stuff like that and, and most yeah. of the younger kid stuff. This was on like the afternoon slot. Like this was prime right. time children's television. And it's 
it's definitely not that. No, and if you look at what what um, CBBC was showing at the same time, some of some of the quality of stuff they were showing, yeah, you say, well, what, where the fuck did this come from? I mean, was it just that this? It doesn't even look that cheap. That's the problem. It's not as if they said, right, this well, wouldn't have we'll been cheap on TV then. Because it looks it now, no, I mean, but it look. I was going to say it looks it now, but it, no, you probably you probably chucking this. I'm thinking, right, fuck. Actually, we can make an entire series of Blue Peter for the cost of this. Oh, easily, easily. You know, you got those those costumes, right? Even in season one, when they're at the the shonkiest, yeah. like. They aren't going to be cheap, right? You've got all those video effects, which back then weren't coming cheap. Yeah. You've got all original music, right? So yeah. that's got to be recorded. Well, probably cheaper than, cheaper than licensed music, then. It's, it's cheaper than licensed music, but it's got to be recorded. So that, yeah. there's a cost involved there, right? And I think actually when they were doing the um, the music in the show as well, they were all, they were always extra cast because there was always dancers and shit, wasn't there? Yeah. Well, they were, they were puzzle opulence anyway, so they were around. Yeah. They, were, they were filling up the studio to make it look like a town, weren't they? So they, they were just kind of background artists and like i say they they trot debbie mcgee in without fail if she didn't appear in the paul yeah. daniel segments without fail she would come and dance like yeah. a stripper incidentally as well like she never actually took any clothes off but like she looks like she needed to be on a pole when she was dancing um and then of course on top of all of that you've got like the cost of paul daniels as well and i know we said yeah. he wouldn't have to do a lot but he ain't coming cheap like he's top tier no. talent at this point yeah like he is, he is like in terms of no, this is the, the, family that, that entertainment week, on TV. He's a list at this time. Yeah, that that week he spent. No, he's uh, he's spending in the studio. That's a week he's not doing no four uh, four shows a day in Butlins. Exactly. Like he's he is not coming cheap. Um. So you know, it it will not have it will not have been a cheap show to produce. And then they're throwing yeah. it on. I mean, maybe that's why they threw it on at prime time. Maybe they're like, look, this thing cost maybe. a fucking bomb. Yeah. If we'll you think it's going on, on in front of Play School, you can fuck right off. Um, but in that case, why why not no? Why not just make more Especially, play school? Like, well, yeah, because it's infinitely no, see, better. In, in that case, why not? If you if you're thinking right, okay, well, listen, no, we want to get as many eyeballs. Uh, stick her on after between fucking ski Saturday and grandstand on a Saturday. Oh my god, no! Can you can you imagine? Can, like, can you imagine trying to like get a dad to sit down? Like, imagine now one of your two's into Wizbit, right? And you're waiting for something. Oh, watch this with us, Dad. It would be like sticking fucking pokers in your eyes if you had to do that. But when you've only got four channels, if this is all that's on and you're thinking, right, fucking the horse racing's coming on in a minute or the football's coming on in a minute, I'll sit through this because I want want to get to that. I mean, at least I guess if you're waiting for the football, you've got a beer in hand, so maybe that helps. But fuck, man. Like, it must be... This is what I imagine watching Peppa Pig is like as an adult. This this yeah. is this is the nearest thing I can draw. Like I've never watched an episode of Peppa Pig. I've seen seconds of it, and that's enough. And from what Marcus told me about it, I understand that it's like rubbing your knob on a cheese grater. So this is it's not that good. Yeah, it's, this is what I feel it would be like just having to sit through just sheer inane nonsense. Although to be fair, I don't think Wizbit ever got banned in four countries. Is Peppa Pig banned in four countries? There's a, there's an episode of Peppa Pig um, whereby it got banned in Australia and a couple of Afri- African countries because the, um, in the episode there's a spider right. and she's oh it's only a spider it's not going to hurt you and she picks it up and plays it and shit. Also in these countries they have really fucking poisonous spiders, <laughs> so they had to not air that episode. It took a second for the penny to drop. There first of all, I thought it was going to be something to do with bacon. No. Then when you mentioned the countries, I was like, no, it's not that. So then you said about it picking the spider up. I thought it was going to be that she was like squashing the spider. And then the penny no, dropped. It was, it and was, that is fucking it was, hilarious. Australia started it. And then there were a couple of, sort of Central African countries where like, hang on, we can't fucking show this. Because if you tell kids that spiders aren't going to hurt you and they're not dangerous and you can pick them up and play with them. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Kids are going to die. Yeah, don't want to be doing that in Australia. Everything will kill you in Australia. That's like, to be fair, there is there is no animal you could pick up in Australia that isn't going to fucking kill you. No, I can't remember if I told you or not. I, re- I read something not long ago about kangaroos, whereby they pr- they go into lakes and pretend they're drowning, so people will co- come in to try and rescue them, or other kangaroos will try and rescue them, and then they fucking drown them. I mean, kangaroos—they're clearly bastards. <laughs> Like, oh, they are. <laughs> they're clearly absolute assholes, aren't they? Like just yeah. hopping I, about I the narrowly place. Mi- I narrowly missed when we were driving up from Perth to um to the thing called the Pinnacles. It's like a, a natural rock formation, um, about three hours north. And literally, we were driving up this highway, probably doing about 120, 130 kilometers an hour, which is slightly over the limit, but yeah, whatever. And literally, this thing came bounding up alongside the car, past us, between us and another car going in the same direction, and I hopped across the front. I was like, no, this thing was fucking huge. It, it, it absolutely mullered the car. Jeez. We wouldn't have stood a chance. Kangaroos are like the animal kingdom equivalent of that guy you always see outside the pub on Sunday afternoon in a string vest, and he's late home for yeah. dinner. And he's just got his fucking stomach hanging out everywhere. And he's yeah. just looking for a fight. Yeah, like he that's, could give absolutely no fucks. That's that's what kangaroos are to the animal kingdom. They're the ones where you just go like, no, you're all right, mate. I'll, I'll just, I'll cross the road. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> like, while they're there just sticking their fucking humongous pecks out at you, giving it like, come on, come on. I just look at me wrong, you twat. Come on. <laughs> fucking hate them. Anyway, way off topic. Um <laughs> This is yes, yeah. I, th- I think the, the the Peppa Pig comparison um, is possibly accurate. Yeah, it it just feels like it. I want nothing to do with this show as an adult. I I never ever want yeah. to see it again. Ever like any nostalgia I may have had for it is gone. Like it is well gone. Like this this is just shat on on the memory of it for me. Like I I would be interested to try and find out if there was that kind of quiz or game show. I swear to God there was one. I've just got this image of a giant... Like, they used to have giant boards, didn't they? You know, and, and the yeah. people would move around the boards. And, you like, there were loads of shows like this. Um, yeah. But I've just got this image of Paul Daniels and Wizbit doing that and moving around this board with, with people playing games. But I can't find any reference to it anyway, so maybe I've made that up. I, I don't know. I don't know. If anyone out there can remember this and you remember what it's called, just hit me up because I'd be yeah. interested to watch that and see if it's any better. Because like I say, I think conceptually there is something here. They've just made no effort to execute it at all. Yeah. I mean, this it, it's annoying because you look at it and think, actually, the, the execution is absolutely abysmal. But were you to give you that sort of scenario whereby if you look at a, a Keith Harrison Orville type a type scenario, make a show out of that. So where you have Paul Daniels and Wisbit interacting. Mm. So rather than trying to build these you know, these stories in this nonsensical, fantastical world, put them in our world, put them in the real world, and have these shows. You can still do the fucking magic tricks, and you can still you, know, you can still t- tell the stories, but you don't have to try and build this world which doesn't work. And I think you look at the number of shows. You, know, you had Keith Harrison Orville, you had Rod Harlan Emu. There will have been other characters I'm not think I can't even think of at the moment. But there, no, this type of show was quite common. Bodger and Badger. Yeah, that that's the first yeah. place my mind went with, with yeah. this kind no, of then, double and act. Then, you, you, know, you, you, you go to things like you know, Ed the Duck and, and Gordon the Gopher and stuff like that. These types of things were quite common. Yeah. So why not? No. So why try and reinvent the wheel and do it so fucking badly? 
when that format is already there. Fucking Sutty being over forty years at this see, point. See, but that's what I think it was in that game show. I can I can see them as a double act on screen together. But you yeah, never that would get work far better. You never get that here, and I I don't know if that's better. But it, certainly, this is so bad that it would just automatically be better. Yeah. I I like what they're doing here. I like the the core concept of it with Paul Dan as a narrator and Wisbit being an I just they fucked it up so badly, and it's yeah, it's so easy. Like I said, every episode your theme is just right there. He's he's on a mission for a year to learn about our yeah. planet. So yeah. so what can we teach him? What can he yes, learn? Yes, every episode like he's from an alien planet, right? This is another thing. He automatically knows what everything is already. Like he knows yeah. the solution to every problem. He recognizes Chinese symbols when he sees them. He knows what like random stuff. He knows what a rabbit is. He knows what a tree is. He knows yeah. what a clown is. He shouldn't know any of that. He's fucking alien. Yeah. So like children are like aliens really aren't they they're just fucking these these empty boxes right there's nothing in their fucking head and they're reliant on you to fill it up so use that use Wizbit as the analogy for a toddler there's your way in it's easy as i said that that, no Wizbit is your sci-fi Wizbit is right okay listen kids if you if you 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 have the same questions that Wizbit has these are the answers and this is how you find those answers exactly and like i said instead of doing fucking riddle of the week you have a math problem or you have a like yeah. here's a picture what is it and you can slowly reveal it like oh it's yeah. a tree now here are five facts about trees hmm. this is not hard you know this blueprint exists and i feel like we probably shouldn't dump on it for trying something different because that is a no. very cliched way to approach children's tv I'm, I'm aware of that so we shouldn't dump on it for trying something different but if you're going to try something different, at least commit to it and make a fucking yeah. effort, I think is well, what I'm saying. Well, that's the thing. If it was more structured, if it was more organized, and if it was more coherent, then yeah, fine. But because it's such a mess... Oh, it's, it's, it's very a diff- real fucking mess. Yeah. It's very difficult to then conflate that to to a kid's show because kid's shows, you know, as we've said many times now, cliches are cliche for a reason. Tropes are tropes because they work. Mm-hmm. If you're going to deviate from it, you need to you need to make sure it works. And in this instance, they haven't done that. They've completely half-assed it. Ah, well, this is different. And this is edgy. And this is fun. No, this is fun. And this is no, this is better than what you get on fucking Rainbow. No, it's not. No, Rainbow was better in every regard. Um, yeah, it was. And you got the uh, the foreskin gag. Yeah, I was just about to say it was dirtier. It was funnier. It was more educational. Like the songs were better, and you had Zippy, eh? And you had, and you, Zippy. And you had Zippy, yeah. Like clearly one of the best puppets to ever exist, right? Yeah. Because he's such. No, there a needs to be a, fal- a Falmouth cabaret cunt. with Zippy. Yeah, like somebody needs to take Zippy and do like a Falmouth cabaret tour. That would be amazing. yeah. I think we said that when we did our Rainbow episode way back when, didn't we? Like he's absolute cunt. You'd hate him in real life. You'd absolutely, oh, yeah, absolutely. fucking hate him. But best puppet there's ever been, without a shadow of a doubt. Like he's, he's top tier puppetry. Um, yeah. However, we don't get that. Instead, we get... Here's the other thing. Like, the rabbit is, like, 10 foot tall or something, right? I think canonically, I read, they say he's 8 foot 2. 8 foot. Right? So, Wizbit, then, has got to be, what, pushing 6 foot? Because he's not much shorter than the rabbit. Possibly taller than that. Now, he's supposed to be a wizard's hat. That's what he is, right? He's a wizard's hat. How fucking big is the wizard? Well, he's an alien wizard, so, you know. True, I guess. Maybe they're just generally bigger. Yeah, I I don't know. But to me, he feels like he should be much, much smaller. Like, why not make him regular hat size? Should be the fucking sorting hat, really, shouldn't he? Yeah. So, see, these are the problems. Like, if you think about Wizbit for more than 
a millisecond it just falls apart <laughs> well, this and this is the problem of it the problem with it as a show is that you do think about these things because you're so fucking disinterested in what's going on on screen you start thinking hang on how's the rabbit eight foot tall how tall is the fucking hat you know if you're thinking about those things you ain't watching the show and if you ain't watching the show it's because it's fucking boring it's lost you yeah but i mean then we complain about the rabbit being eight foot tall like there are human-sized decks of playing cards so you know and then in the middle I'm of all this for context there are just actual humans which then yeah. makes it worse because then you can see that the cards are giant with no explanation yeah who knows at, at, least, at least by the time you got to teletubbies they use those giant fucking dutch rabbits so you couldn't tell the teletubby suits like 10 and a half foot tall you know it's it's outside of our time period but i kind of feel like maybe we should have a look at teletubbies because i th- i feel like that's got a lot more to offer than certainly fucking Wizbit has yeah. And probably Peppa Pig. To be fair, Pig. so does the clap. Yeah. I mean, I did watch, I'm not ashamed to say, I did watch a fair bit of Teletubbies when it first came out. I was I, also pretty off my fucking tree for most of that period. But that's besides the so point. I I have significantly younger cousins who were two, three, four when Teletubbies was first on. So I kind of have that excuse. Yeah, I mean, I well, my my godson is was the right age for Teletubbies. I remember buying him a yeah. Teletubby for his first Christmas. Um Fuck me, you would have been paid well. Yeah, or, or I fucking looked everywhere for that thing as well. I eventually got one in Woolworths. This is how long ago we're talking. In Woolworths in Newport, because I had a tip-off that they were coming in, and I happened to be working in the area. I went in, and I was like... It was like Jingle All The Way. It was like getting a yeah. fucking Turbo Man. I was battering old women for this fucking Teletubby. Um, it wasn't just any Teletubby. It had to be Poe. I was like, it had to be Poe. the red one? Um, yeah, the red one. Like, didn't want Tinky Winky. Didn't want Lana. No, it had to be Nobody a Poe. Nobody wants a Tinky Winky. No, it had to be a Poe. Um, but yeah, I did. <laughs> it's like, we're going way off topic again. It's, it's almost like Wizbit, isn't it? Um, yeah. I just, I feel like there's probably something in Teletubbies that, that's missing I, I don't from the likes of Wizbit. To be fair, I, I don't disagree with that actually. Yeah, so so maybe we need to throw that on our list. Is it's a little bit too recent for us? Um, I don't know. We've done st- we've done stuff that's similar age. Yeah, I mean we've done Kim Possible that's and stuff. Like Kim, and we, yeah, so. as I say, Kim, Kim Possible might actually be slightly newer than Teletubbies. Yeah, it probably is. Probably is. So so maybe that. Let us know, listeners. Is that something you need us to take a look at? Um, and and let just us... just so you're aware, there will be lots of knob gags and puns because how can you not make gags about Tinky Winkies? I mean that's the whole point of Teletubbies, isn't it? Absolutely. Um. Anyway, we're going off topic again. We should probably wrap this up. Um, in case you haven't gathered, listeners, like we haven't really got too much to say about Wizbit because there's nothing to say. It's a fucking car crash. It's disgraceful. The only thing I'll say is if you haven't seen it, don't fucking bother. Yeah, please don't. Um, don't waste your time. Do you? Because they're long, they're boring, and there's a million other things you could do instead, like you know, watch paint dry or cheese grate your scrotum. Just watch a fucking Paul Daniels special. Like, watch the fucked up Halloween special where he kills himself on screen. That frightened that frightened me to death as a kid. Like, proper frightened me. Where he like locked himself in what are them spiky things called? Um, Iron Maidens. Oh, Iron Maidens. Yeah, I can't believe I forgot that. How did, how did I not make the Bill and Ted connection straight away? Um, but he locks himself in one of those, and then they cut the fucking... They cut the black, and, yeah. and the credits started rolling. And I was like... And I'm only, like, probably nine or ten. I was like, fuck me, Paul Daniels just killed himself. <laughs> like, and I, was, I was... I vividly remember sitting up in bed watching it. I'd be an absolutely fucking terrified that Paul Daniels had killed himself. <laughs> and we were all talking about it in school the next day. He's like, Paul Daniels died last night. And he's like, no, he didn't. Um, 
that was you know not probably not quite as scary as ghost watch but it was up there like i was pretty fucking terrified <laughs> especially because back then at halloween bbc used to change their um their channel ident from the globe yeah to a fucking jack-o'-lantern so then it would come back yeah. and you'd be a, this fucking scary jack-o'-lantern peering out of you from the, like the little portable black and white tv that they had at the bottom of the bed it's yeah. fucking terrifying um anyway we're not talking about that we're talking about whiz but if <laughs> if you want to pour daniel's fix go and watch that it is fucked up i'm well i'm saying that i've never seen it since maybe it's stupid as fuck if i was to watch it now but it's clearly burned itself maybe we need memory. to revisit that yeah um, and he was, he was in a castle as well. He was shooting it from a castle. Might have been Warwick Castle he was doing it from. I don't know. It was somewhere anyway. Fucking terrifying. Look for that instead of Wizbit because Wizbit yeah. is fucking dreadful. It's like, it's probably the worst show we've watched for SMPD. Yeah. I, I, w- I would say that it's... We talk about other shows being disappointing, things like Raccoons, because they're not what we remember them as being. This is just downright fucking awful. It's terrible. Even by the metric of being children's TV, which is not a metric we like to use, as regular listeners will know. You know, something doesn't get a pass because it's for kids. Um, You know, because some of my favourite shows of all time are for kids. Um, There's no reason that anything should be this bad. Like, how many fucking people saw this thing before it hit the TV? And it's It's still got Paul Daniels, it's fine. People will watch it. Paul Daniels, it's fine. I mean, yeah, I guess it was Paul Daniels, so he's really popular, and yeah, yeah, like they, like kids will all want Paul Daniels' magic set, so maybe getting some yeah. Wizbit annuals out there to go with it as well. Like I, I don't know. We, the cynic in me says maybe, <laughs> yeah, it was that. Let's sell the fucking toys, right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, because they were all BBC licensed anyway, weren't they? So yeah, they they made money off those. Yeah, totally. So yeah, just don't do it. Just do yourself a favor. It's not even worth watching yeah. for free on YouTube. Like, just we, we've suffered, so you don't have to. Yeah, yeah. We we've we've taken one for the team here, listeners. Um, look, if you're the world's biggest Wizbit fan and you're listening to this, then I'm sorry to rain on your parade. I really am. Um, to be fair, if you're the world's biggest Wizbit fan and listen to this, you probably switched off about 55 minutes ago. Uh, I don't know. It never fails to amaze me the absolute bile that gets directed at us when we pick on someone's favourite show. So I'm sure there is a Wizbit fan out there somewhere <laughs> who yeah, just true. pisses absolutely boiling right now. So by all means, hit us with it. All right. Absolutely. Um, if you can defend this show, please try. Um, like I said, look, I've I've got you know i can see the potential i've got things that i did like about it it's just none of it hangs together so yeah i don't know hit us with it if 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 you're you know the world's biggest whizbit lover then hit us up let us know or if you agree with us and it's the just absolute biggest pile of shit you've ever seen then we're equally happy to hear off you as well um and then if there's any other shows you want us to look about at as well like yeah teletubbies yeah your nay let us know um but for now for whizbit is just oh, let's move on please let's get to the next yeah. thing uh, yeah um as chris said if, if you do have opinions please let us know um usual channels get us on twitter at smpd pod you can go to our website ddpodcast.net where you can uh, get in touch with us you can also pick up our previous episodes and our other shows as well on facebook and youtube with the double down podcast network uh, wherever you get your podcast from, subscribe, leave a message, we'll be back to you as best we can. Until next time. See you later.